Salutations. Welcome to Spiritual Blitherings, Philosophical Ponderings, and Everything Ramblings at the Hopeful Humanist Cafe. We're going to talk about ideas and flow, the good life, resources for our spiritual toolbox, novel first sentences, t-shirt ideas, and all that etc. stuff that goes with it. We're going to blither. So I have a quote to start off today. I'm thinking it's going to capture the essence of the discussion. This is episode 28, and I've decided to call this Being Day and Talking to the Universe. And I'm going to go back and pick up on a couple of thoughts from my last episode. I ended with a quote from Bartleby the Scrivener from Melville. And I also, in the Showcase Resources, talked about this book, Happiness, by Thich Nhat Hanh. And really the centerpiece idea that I have today is coming to us from a specific chapter of the happiness book by Thich Nhat Hanh. So our quote for the day, my wife is artistic, uh, she loves creating, and she did a spectacular job at painting this sign with uh, a real inspiring message. And it's on our wall and every day that we uh, pass by this area to get to uh, the entrance area of our house, whether we are coming or going, we, we pass this inspiring message. It says, uh, in this house, we do real. We never give up. We hug and kiss. We value and respect. We talk. We laugh. We dream. We love. Yeah. She, she did another uh, sign off to the side on an adjacent wall. And it says, uh, you are enough. You know, just a reminder is we struggle to grow into the best version of ourselves that we can, that uh, we're always bringing our A game to the best of our ability. And we are deserving, we are worthy. So in the last episode, I ended with a quote I would prefer not to by Bartleby, uh, from the uh, Bartleby the Scrivener by Melville. And I was thinking of his response uh, to his employment situation as a legal clerk. And all of a sudden, one day he just stopped working. He, he in a sense, stopped doing. And it, and it just seemed, seemed to kind of arrive in this kind of transcendent kind of place of being now that's questionable all that this is debatable it's up to interpretation but uh, i'm going to leave a link for you to access the audio book to bartleby the scrivener on youtube and a spiritual brother of mine who i've known for years uh, we went to university together who i think is just a really talented writer he really enjoys doing good read reviews of books that he's uh, come across and he put together a really good review of Bartleby 
the Scrivener and I'm going to provide that link as well. So uh, the, the idea I have here, I'm a kind of, I guess, you know, I'm reaching perhaps, but I'm thinking, okay, so uh, in this book that I've listened to, this audio book that I've listened to a number of times, it's the best way to uh, get beyond the boredom of uh, dealing with uh, concussion recovery. Happiness by Thich Nhat Hanh. He came across, I came across this idea of a lazy day. Basically, uh, the idea is that uh, for many of us, we are constantly, and especially in the West, in a state of doing. And we don't know how to just be. I'd have to raise my hand if someone asked that question. Do you struggle with being? Yeah, I really do. Uh, even, you know, going through the, the concussion recovery process, uh, there's a lot of guilt I experience on a daily basis because you're not supposed to do a lot. You're supposed to take care of yourself and you're supposed to rest. And it's really boring, especially when you're looking around uh, the, the household that is always in a constant state of entropy, right? Nothing's ever where it should be. And uh, you're thinking, well, there's so much to do, but uh, we t I mentioned about the Parkwood Points uh, system in, in the last episode. You know, the idea is certain different activities kind of drain you uh, of, of the, the fuel you have in your gas tank. And so you, you have to do things to replenish it. And so there's this, this point where you're bored. And so I'm listening to audiobooks and I, and I find them quite inspiring. And in this audiobook uh, by Thich Nhat Hanh called Happiness, he suggests that many of us uh, struggle with the ability to just be and that there could be some benefits to for us to get out of doing mode and into being mode and he introduces this idea of a lazy day uh, I think Bruno Mars has a song called lazy day maybe I'll see if I can attach that link I think I also had that one in the the masturbation episode but um, so this I, you know I was talking to a neighbor uh, yesterday and my neighbor was kind of identifying what her her week looked like and and I just noted that on um, uh, Saturdays is is the Sabbath for their family and so it's it's a day of rest and uh, being a humanist uh, other adjectives I guess that you could use to describe someone or people like me hey you people um, would be a secularist uh, atheist, humanist. Uh, I, I like for, for myself, uh, even though I'm drawn a lot to absurdism, I, I like the idea of a secular Buddhism. There's a lot about Buddhism that I'm, that I'm attracted to. And I was wondering uh, if many of my secular atheist humanist friends have an as a priority or as a value have decided to set aside one day of the week where they kind of they stop doing and they just being I think there's a lot of benefits and if you're a, a believer in terms of the monotheist monotheistic faiths the Abrahamic Abraham the Abraham you know what I'm trying to say uh, faiths uh, Judaism Islam Christianity and 
and other faiths, faiths there's, a, there's a sacred day. It's, it's, it's incorporated into their belief system. And, and I think that there's a lot of benefits to that, especially when I've talked about the idea that we are moving at a pace that's unsustainable and we need to slow down, that we're on the hedonic treadmill swirling around in a soup of uh, this thing called uh, the rat race, right? So slowing down, I think is really important. Now for those that have made it a, a part of their, their week, they, they've kind of edified it in, into their week. Uh, I think that there, there's no thought that has to go into it. It's like it's, you know, it's a Saturday or a Sunday, whatever day it might be. You know, this is the day when we, we don't do big projects, we don't work hard, we relax, we take care of ourselves, we can mentally, physically, spiritually, or consciously, whatever word you prefer, um, just regenerate ourselves. And I don't think really as the, you know, the humanist, secular, Buddhist kind of guy that I am, spiritual aspirant dude, that uh, we in, in, in the family have really made it a priority to edify the idea of a slow down day. So I, I'm, I'm inviting people that might be akin to myself uh, who can relate to my uh, situation in terms of, you know, not being a part of a organized faith um, to think about the benefit and the value of having a slowdown day. And if you were to have a slowdown day, if you were trying to edify this, if you were trying to create a structure uh, that included a specific day of the week when you slowed down, I guess the next question we would have is what would a lazy day even look like? And uh, in, in terms of the book, the, the, a lazy day would not be, you know, on Sunday, I'm going to do some laundry. And then after I do some laundry, I'm going to go do some grocery. Shop. No, that's work, right? Um, uh, on, on Sunday, this is what we have. Pl the, the idea, I think, that is introduced by Thich Nhat Hanh is that it's a day that you don't really plan to do anything and things unfold with a natural inevitability and and it's something that is enjoyable to ride as it unfolds because it's kind of spiritually replenishing you and 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 spiritually feeding you in a sense it's giving you what what you need to eat in a, in, a, in a sense and uh, I don't know like I think that that's something that needs to be more of a priority so we were talking about vision boards um, and in the last episode we talked about feeding and extinguishing the fire of and dot dot dot. So if, if it was a feeding and extinguishing the fire of slowing down, one of the things that a person could do to feed the fire of slowing down could be to uh, in, in a family discussion talk about what day you can um, quote unquote make, make sacred. Uh, I think that in, in addition to this idea of uh, slowing down and, and having uh, a sacred day, and, and you know, I, I suggest at the, at the beginning that perhaps that's what Bartleby was doing. He's like, you know what, all work, no play, just uh, this, I, I, I'm out. 
and he, he took perhaps this grand stand to say, uh, the doing is, I'm done with doing and I'm, I'm all about being. And, uh, you know, there's Lilu. Lilu's like, yeah, slow down. Um, when I think about a lazy day for myself too, one of the things I think that would authentically make it a lazy day would be a spending time with family, right? Like a lazy day for me would include this idea of hominess, uh, uh, cozily being together and enjoying each other's company. And, you know, in terms of the initial, the initial quote, laughing together, uh, dreaming together, playing together, and just enjoying each other's company, perhaps, you know, a, a good meal, um, going for a walk together and just getting some fresh air. Those are things that I, I think really fit with a lazy day. Now, I'm also going to suggest something else that could be um, a part of a lazy day for, the, for those of us that might be uh, the secular humanist types. And, and I think as I say this, uh, some people would think, well, this is kind of controversial or um, wow, like what hypocrisy. But uh, I, I feel like there's some things that uh, I have an, an inclination to kind of embrace, but they would seem to be the things that are supposed to be, I put in quotations, uh, only embraceable by, by people of, um, of a faith. And uh, one, the idea of uh, praying to God, um, I don't pray to God per se, but I think when I picture a, a being day or whatever you'd like to call it, you know, in terms of like generating uh, discussions about and fostering creativity, what would you call your day if you had a, you know, a, a, a sacred day, a, a day of rest, a, a re, you know, a relaxing day, a, a lazy day? I like this idea of a being day and uh, on this being day or really any day of the week, perhaps. Um, just to be mindful about the interconnectedness of all things and our situatedness within it. Um, I, I'm attracted to uh, this idea, and, and I think people will, will find it um, perhaps irrational. I, I'm, I'm drawn to this idea of uh, talking to, to the universe, to the, the dynamic universe. Um, when, when, we, when I think of God, you know, I, I think that there's a, a number of descriptors that uh, seem to have been uh, identified as only belonging over in this category over here. But, but I believe that, you know, we could kind of say, no, they don't have to stay over there, that uh, they, can, they can be embraced and, and, and brought over here. And, and when I think of, you know, whatever it is that we're talking about when we think about God, I think about uh, vastness, you know. Um, I, I think about the mystery, uh, something mysterious, something that's incomprehensible, uh, that, that goes beyond description, and something that's enveloping. And all those words for me, in terms of this privileged moment that I have here uh, as the hopeful humanist, um, I, I, I think that they're connected and associated with uh, my experience of the universe. The, the universe is vast. 
it's mysterious, it's incomprehensible, it's enveloping. And I find that when, when I go for walks, um, I, I've, I've had this urge to talk to the universe. There was a book a long time ago, I think a, over a decade ago, um, called Conversations with God. And it was very popular, this idea that you could have like a direct communion, this, you know, just the, the everyday person could have a direct communion with transcendence. Uh, and it was, it was very attractive, it was very popular. But for me, um, I, I, I felt at times compelled to, to start talking, but, but not to, you know, this personified, uh, let's say, um, Christian uh, version of this thing that we categorize as God, but uh, to, to talk to the, the dynamic universe. And, uh, you know, what, what does that mean? I don't know. But I, I, I feel compelled nonetheless in terms of my smallness yet situatedness and connected to this larger thing that subsumes me, um, this all one experience. And it's comforting to me. And I just wanted to put it out there as a thought that perhaps it doesn't have to be strange. Perhaps it could be okay. Um, I, I am, I'm sure that... Uh, there, there will be um, uh, some uncomfortableness with that, as if like there's like been a co-opting. But I mean, like you know, you know, if something's been co-opted, who co-opted it? You know, uh, both sides, I guess, could suggest that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like this idea of um, a being day where you can talk to the universe. And uh, in terms of some of the things that you might want to talk about, well, I mean, it's just uh, when, when, when I'm talking to the universe, it's kind of, a, you know, a, uh, it has to do with a, a desire for uh, inspiration and, and insight to be a wiser me. And, and two, during the very difficult times, uh, to, to, to within uh, discover a, a, a source of perseverance that can uh, stir uh, the imagination. But it always culminates in a deep appreciation of uh, the depth of the universe, the... the and, and it's about being grateful. And so, yeah, I, I, in terms of a being day, I think uh, we might, we might want to talk to the universe. And uh, so that, that's my t-shirt idea. You know, talk to the universe. Uh, it's an experiment like anything uh, in terms of what I suggest. These are just suggestions. They're, they're, uh, you know, from from just from some just guy uh, who who thinks that there there could be some real blessings that might come from uh, setting aside a day where you can be and, and be with family and recognize your connectedness with you know the all one and and in the process. Um, be mindful of 
the things that uh, we might want to be grateful for. And by doing this, we will be feeding the fire of slowing things down. And I think it's going to really have a, a benefit in terms of uh, mental, uh, physical, and conscious health. So I, I didn't give a lot of thought to this discussion. I actually was on a, on a walk. I just thought, you know, in terms of the uh, one take unedited uh, uh, way of doing the, uh, these episodes, it, it could be interesting to have a, a raw discussion that was right on uh, the tip of my mind's eye. And so I offer that to you. So the links will be um, a reference to, once again, the, the book by called Happiness by Thich Nhat Hanh. I'm going to include a link to the uh, audio book Bartleby the Scrivener uh, on YouTube. And uh, in terms of kind of giving some justification for this idea of talking to the universe and, and that uh, that it, it, it could be okay. It, it, it might be okay. It, it might not be so crazy. Um, I offer this, uh, this closing thought called I am the cosmos. And uh, this is a thought I'm going into a journal from March 3rd, 2003. And it says, uh, I am the cosmos. I am a culmination of the cosmos. I am the air that I breathe, the water that I drink, the food that I eat, the earth that I walk upon, and the sun that shines down upon me. I and the universe are one. So thank you for joining me for this conversation, uh, this neighborly moment. And uh, I hope that at some point you might be able to experience the blessings of a lazy day.